Hello listeners you are listening to Kahopod I'm Yamini host of the session and this is a continuation of a series on hospital infection control to talk about pre and post exposure prophylaxis we have Dr Shweta Prabhakar who is the head of quality and patient safety at Fortis Hospital Mohali Punjab so let's hear from Dr Shweta Hi let's let's talk about the pre and the post exposure prophylaxis now in uh, healthcare settings the pre exposure and the post exposure prophylaxis is very important with respect to any needle stick injuries or any splash wounds which occurs due to because there is always a risk of infection through blood borne infections and there are various organisms which is most commonly there are various viral infections which are uh, prone to cause infections to the healthcare workers if they are exposed to any blood borne uh, you know modalities such as needle stick injuries or any sharp wounds or any any splash injuries now accidental exposure do occur and uh, the first and the foremost uh, important thing is that we need to ensure that we prevent these infection and how do we prevent it this is a pre exposure prophylaxis which we need to keep in mind one is a very important is the our other uh, practices to prevent the needle stick injuries that is recapping is not allowed and always uh, always have a vaccination status as fully vaccinated so uh, the healthcare worker should be vaccinated with hepatitis b vaccine which is available uh, yet the hiv and the hepatitis b vaccine uh, is yet to come in but we need to ensure that they are vaccinated with hepatitis b and uh, and they are adhering to the um, the needle stick injury uh, prevention protocols like recapping is not allowed now moving on to the exposure prophylaxis the post exposure prophylaxis is that when the exposure has occurred now when the exposure has occurred it's an accidental exposure and do occur in the healthcare settings most of the times and how we need to ensure that these exposure are also well managed within time frame and there are certain guidelines which are defined now we need to ensure that the uh, exposure is is of a significant injury or not so there are uh, there are guidelines which def- which let us know that there is a uh, exposure to either to a skin which is an intact skin or a broken skin or it is to a mucosa and depending upon that you would ensure the first aid the first aid would be washing with soap and water or with 70% alcohol cleaning it with 70% of alcohol or washing it with saline or water now uh, important is that once we have done the first aid we need to ensure that we report these uh, event now the reporting of event would ensure that the proper risk assessment is being conducted and these risk assessment is conducted by the infection control team now uh, in every organization there are set uh, you know steps to uh, report the incident and follow that protocol as per your organization and report the incident either through an uh, through er or through a infection control nurse or through a nurse supervisor and then the detailed risk assessment would evaluate the the various uh, it's it's a very detailed assessment and uh, which is also known as epinet form which is being filled so uh, what they do is that they uh, understand your immunization status uh, they also understand the sero positivity either of the source and the uh, and that also the exposed person also the antibody teacher of the exposed person uh, so uh, so while by when 
seropositivity and the exposed persons antibody teeters and their exposure and their seropositivity we uh, try to amalgate and put them into a uh, into an algorithm wherein if the seropositivity is not there for the source as well as for the uh, for the exposed person there is a no prophylaxis is being done but in case if either of them are seropositive a prophylaxis based on the type of infection whether it is a hepatitis b infection whether it is a seropositivity related to hep c or whether it's a seropositivity related to hiv so depending upon that there is a recommended treatment guidelines or the regime which is being uh, antiviral regimes which are being available and that is recommended it's generally for 28 days and a follow up is done at two weeks three or three and six months six monthly now uh, apart from this if there is a zero negativity we also do a antibody teeter an antibody teeter of uh, uh, more than 100 uh, you know, iu uh, per liter is uh, also amounts for no uh, pp pp but if it is less than then we always we look into the post exposure prophylaxis regime now there are uh, two standard regimes one is a basic regime and the other one is a Uh, the the expanded regime which is known as so there is um, there is a uh, you know this regime which is a basic it is a duovir which is a combination of uh, combination drug and then it is uh, the expanded regime would have an additional antiviral added to it now uh, when it is a, a hep c infection hep c we also give uh, ribavirin and interferons which is being provided uh so this i'm not going to into great detail of it because it this would require uh, a detailed uh, analysis i just wanted to give you a heads up on this that there are uh, there are various types of uh, uh, protocols which are available and as per the uh, the combination of a seropositivity of a source as well as the seropositivity of the of the exposed person along with the antibody teeter Uh, we try to put them into this regime and follow up this for this uh, protocol and keep in mind that the healthcare worker which is being exposed uh, they need to be uh, spoken to because when you are prescribing the post exposure prophylaxis it's very important that they understand the advantages and the disadvantages of the post exposure prophylaxis there would be uh, certain side effects of these uh, drugs which is being provided to them they would require a social support or a mental support psychological support uh, with respect to if they are uh, exposed to uh, hiv uh, you know source or the, if their prophylaxis is given against hiv or uh, hep c they need to be so their partners to be also being counseled their family members uh, need to be counseled about it and uh, uh, their follow up uh, would be very very important. so keep in mind all these aspect when we prescribe uh, you know post exposure prophylaxis and this amounts to detailed post exposure counseling which is which is important so uh, i would uh, you know uh, end up by just giving you a uh, uh, assurance that if we follow the safe practices and if we follow the we adhere to the universal precautions uh, we would minimize the post exposure prophylaxis and ensuring this bit uh, is is very important that we adhere to the safe practices safe injection practices safe working practices thank you very much
Thank you so much Dr. Sweta. The session was very informative and both the topics were briefly explained. Thank you.